Show me the money. The Aging Workforce Forum Editions. New Zealand is aging. How prepared are we? Vaughan Briggs, the GM of Human Resources at Spotless Facility Services. Now, when I first moved to the Commission, it wouldn't, wasn't that long after that, I think uh, Diane and I caught up with Vaughan, and, and this was one of the topics of discussion. So it's great to have you here today, Vaughan, uh, particularly as the voice of an employer. And when I say a large employer, we're talking around 8,000 staff here in New Zealand, 36,000 Australasians, so he'll be able to give some insights around some of the challenges and opportunities that uh, as an employer might have around this. So I'm Vaughan Biggs and I'm from Spotless and um, I'm here to talk about uh, ageing workforce issues but um, in the context of safety, wellness and capability because not only is it uh, unlawful for an employer to address most issues on the basis of age, it would be a breach of the Human Rights Act, it's not, actu uh, not actually useful for us to do so. And I also would like to put out the disclaimer straight away that, that we're just in our infancy of thinking about these sorts of issues and, uh, and some of these, uh, these thoughts are, are my own rather than the company's. So in terms of who is spotless, we're uh, ASX listed, $3 billion organisation. We have about 36,000 employees on both sides of the Tasman. And for us, our focuses are around uh, our people, um, our, our customers and safety. What do we do? Uh, we uh, deliver about a hundred or more different service lines. So these are centred around things like uh, food services. So we uh, run most of New Zealand's large stadiums. We produce uh, all of the food in Parliament. Uh, industrial cafes. Uh, most of the food outlets, for example, at Auckland Airport are spotless. Uh, we clean Parliament. We clean a couple of thousand uh, premises every day and night. We provide trade services throughout New Zealand. So we maintain all of New Zealand's jails. We maintain most of New Zealand's defence bases. We, uh, we provide all sorts of trade services throughout New Zealand. We provide uh, services to the majority of New Zealand's hospitals, whether it's catering services or orderly services, etc. And uh, we have a, a very large laundry division as well. So, that's us. Roughly 8,300 employees in New Zealand at the moment, but when we ramp up to a big say World Cup event, uh, we were bordering on 10,000 or close to it. So, in terms of the, of the broader issue, New Zealand's ageing workforce. We know that New Zealanders are living longer. We know that New Zealanders are working longer. And in fact, about 10% of the working population is over 60 years of age, if I just notionally pick that as being an older worker. Okay, so where does Spotless fit in with that? So if you say we have roughly 8,000 employees across our broad workforce, uh, taking into account all of our casuals, our median point is about 10 years younger than New Zealand's median age point, which is early to mid 40s. So we're in, in, the, in the 30s, but if you look at our permanent workforce, we're very, very similar to New Zealand's overall demographic in terms of age. So about 10% of our permanent working population is over 60. But, of course, work uh, or age profiles aren't normally distributed. So we have uh, some areas of our business where the average age might be in the 20s, and we have some areas in our business where you're looking at uh, up to 30% of the workforce are over 60. And so it's really useful to focus on some of those extremes in terms of the context of what I'm talking about this afternoon. 
So how do we future-proof? How do we make a healthy business? So we do this by focusing on safety, wellness and capability. So safety in the traditional sense of uh, workplace inductions, taking five before we do things. Wellness in terms of both physical and mental uh, health and well-being. And capability, which is central to what I want to talk about because it's, I want to talk about capability not just in terms of individual capability of our employees, which is based on skills and experiences, but also in terms of organisational capability. So what are our productivity measures? How are we managing that, both in terms of individual employees and for the, uh, the workplace in general? So first of all, I want to focus on safety. And I'm going to show you an image of the aftermath of an incident that the manager who reported it believed was purely attributable to age. So here we have uh, an employee who's driven into work in their vehicle and has suffered a rather nasty incident. So I don't know if you can tell from that picture, but that's a mobility scooter that has literally driven into work. Now, that's the first uh, mobility scooter incident we've had, but probably not the last. <laughs> so we were discussing this incident uh, as an uh, executive team, and one of our other managers uh, advised that he sits in his office every morning and sees uh, an employee arrive at work, dropped off by her husband. He passes out the walking stick to her at the gate, and she very slowly and painfully makes her way to the entrance to the office, where she hangs up her walking stick and proceeds to commence her 10-hour shift. So you can't tell me that employee lives to work. If she had had alternatives, or perhaps if uh, uh, New Zealand Inc. had invested in financial capability earlier on, that person wouldn't be exposed to the risks that she faces on a daily basis. So this is my favourite slide, and I've called this the chart of wisdom. So this is focusing on that extreme that I was talking about before. So this is a work site where about 30% of the workforce is over 60. So on the left-hand chart, the, the, these are just pure numbers, so that you can see that we have hardly any 10 to 19-year-olds, thank goodness. And increasingly, there's an escalation of older workers accumulating in the higher age brackets, so that the 60 to 69 year olds occupy, by sheer number, uh, the greatest headcount in that, in that uh, uh, site. So from an HR point of view, it's very scary, because you can see um, all of those skills and attributes and knowledge that Deborah was talking about are all concentrated in the, uh, in the workers who are exposed to the highest risk of leaving. So from a succession planning point of view, it's very challenging for an HR person. Sorry. <laughs> but on the right-hand side, this is exactly the same group of, of people. This is the same, uh, the same population of workers. And what I've done there, so Spotless is an accredited employer. We manage all of our own injuries. Excuse me. And so what I did is I took all of the injuries for a five-year period for that work site and cumulatively stacked them by age group. 
And so what you can see that the, the, the injury rate for that same group of employees over a five-year period matches roughly uh, the, the number of employees per age band until you get to that far right-hand age bracket of 60 to 69. And you can see, that's proof, that old workers are about twice as safe as all the other age bands. So that, I, that's why I call it the chart of wisdom. So typically, um, that means that an older worker is not going to change a light bulb by standing on a swivel chair. <laughs> but conversely, you can see that uh, a swivel chair is probably the elevated work platform of choice for their younger colleagues. So safety, hopefully not an issue. However, the, um, the sneak peek you had at my wellness slide, uh, so this is not... Um, that this is not our numbers, this is New Zealand's numbers. So it shows that those workers aged 65 plus, sorry, those uh, the population aged 65 plus, there's about a 40% chance that each of those people has some sort of physical impairment. So compare that to the up to 44s who have less than 10% physical impairment. So the wellness aspects, so I spoke about safety, doesn't seem to be an issue. In fact, they're, they're far more safe, the older workers than the younger workers. But from a wellness point of view, there are lots of implications. So the first one, so I'll talk about capability as well. So capability and productivity, when we start to squeeze people to ensure that they attain uh, productivity targets, this is where um, our older workers are exposed to more risk and there's more likelihood of injury. So we know that there's about 10% of our workforce who's over 60. We know that they're about twice as safe as all other workers. But in a poorly managed injury management program, 60 plus year olds can account to nearly half of your medical and compensation costs. And that's because younger workers um, bounce. We, we brush it off, whereas an older worker is far more likely to get injured in the first instance if they're exposed to a workplace incident, and they're far more likely to be off for a, a, a greater period. So, Yay, they're a lot safer, but we need to be uh, relentless in our approach to ensuring that we're minimising risk for these people because the consequences have the potential to be so much, much uh, greater for them. So that's the, one of the practical issues and ways that we focus on uh, age and spotless. We can do so not, not through our general business as usual approach to employment. We judge people on their intrinsic selves. But when you get to injury management, absolutely critical. Uh, we uh, initiated a project in one of our defence bases where through um, job redesign and procurement practices and early intervention we were able to reduce the impact and severity rates for older workers by about 30% just through ensuring that um, the way people's job was structured and what and how they did things was appropriate to their capability. So uh, physical health is one way where we can really uh, not discriminate but positively influence people who have different capabilities which might be characterised by age. So starting to wrap this up, um, in capa capability and future proofing, what, what do we do? Well my advice is firstly is um, don't wait for this, um, the, the, what was it, the grey tsunami? 
um, to, to, to wash over us. It's actually, and many of us are already living in future workplaces as far as the demographic goes. So act now, establish uh, productivity targets and stick to them because uh, stakeholder and client expectation in terms of output is only ever going to escalate. And so the most vulnerable employees who can be people associated with an ageing workforce could be exposed to greater risk because of it. Make sure that you have programs to support these people who uh, may be forced to exit or may require different alternatives, once again to Deborah's point. Um, ensure that job design is looked at, look at uh, uh, productivity enhancements like workplace design and um, automation. And ensure that your workplace is, has, establishes policies that support these as well. So in addition to having pre-employment um, uh, medical testing policies, Spotless is now looking at uh, during employment uh, uh, medical testing policies which are aimed at ensuring that, that uh, disabled or less able uh, groups of employees are supported because we have to address performance deficits. And then we get back to six, which is actually refers you back to one. Start again, start the cycle. So what does this mean for New Zealand Inc? So government and organisations are preparing for a new demographic profile. In fact, I could go further than that and say many employees are already feeling and living the new profile right now. Scrutiny of capability and productivity is only ever going to increase. We know through demographic trends that the proportion of disability is likely also to be a major factor moving forward. So what we would like to see as an employer is New Zealand and government agencies focusing on best fit retirement options, changing cultures. So how can we play with, with KiwiSaver and superannuation options? How can we encourage people to invest not just their money, but their time in preparing for, for a, a third career of a, of a more sedentary nature, which is particularly relevant to a, 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 a manually oriented organisation such as Spotless. And then, grow cultures founded on safety, wellness and capability. Use those as the, as the foundations to, to address this issue, not in terms of how old people are, but how capable they are and can be. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another Show Me The Money. Produced by the Commission for Financial Capability, helping Kiwis build wealthy lives.